All right, we're going. We're going. We're live. We're live. Hey, how's it going? I'm Darcy Fever. Okay, good. Uh, I'm Aaron Fever. And together, this is Fever Talk. Yeah. That was as if we were wild stallions, like we're Bill and Ted. <laughs> but we're not. I'm a bit goofy this week, folks, because I got a bit of a cold. Yeah, and we're both still in the process of recovering from... Jet lag. Which Jet I, lag, baby! Yeah, which I think is legit, because, I mean, I only got back on Wednesday morning. I don't know, maybe I should be recovered no, by now. How long is it supposed to take? I, I think it's different from person to person, because I think okay. it's, and I think it's different depending on where you're flying, too. Oh, yeah. Because it's way worse going from west to east. Oh, totally, because like, you lose so much time in yeah. the flight, too. Like, whenever I fly to the States, I never really have jet lag, or not yeah. much, of, uh, much of it, but when I fly back from the States, it legitimately takes me two weeks mm -hmm. to fully recover mm -hmm. um, because even if you kind of reset your clock quickly your body clock I still think just your body wants to sleep more yeah um, and I don't know why I mean I know like that's one of the things because you know me I'm a big wrestling fan and that's something the wrestlers talk about a lot oh, is really? that some of the, the biggest toll on their body is off on the travel Right. It's not so much what they're doing in the ring, but like you know, it's the flying and the driving and and you know yeah. the travel the travel that takes its toll on their body. Um, and and for them too, I mean, spending that much time like on planes and all of that can't be good. Especially as a bigger person. Yeah. Like you're only schmoo, so it's, it can't <laughs> be that hard for you. Uh, well, speaking of having a fun time traveling on planes, how about your experience uh, <laughs> on the way to New York? Yeah, so for anyone who doesn't follow me on Twitter, um, you may not know, uh, I got food poisoning um, the morning of our flight. Yeah, so basically, you woke up that day, and you're not a morning person at all. No. So we woke up, our flight was at 10.50, and we were going to be like good little international flyers and get there at 7.50, which we totally ended up doing. Oh, yeah. And so we woke up at like 7, I guess. And you were, like, shaking, you were hunched over, and I was kind of like, that doesn't look good, but I was like, oh, you know, mornings, Aaron, don't <laughs> really mix. Yeah, my normal mornings aren't a million miles yeah, away from Yeah, and so I really just thought, like, it might just be, you know, whatever. But then uh, we took that cab ride, and the guy was all about having the chats, and it, it's so annoying, like, too, when you do feel really sick, and he was like, oh, do this, do this. He, what did he say? He was oh. like, he was like, mix, it was something really disgusting, sad. oh, he said, just a little bit of port, a little bit of brandy, that'll do you good. Yeah. <laughs> Which just sounds just disgusting. Yeah. And poor you were feeling totally nauseated in the back of a cab, listening to this guy telling you to drink port and brandy. Like, at the best of times, I don't want to talk to taxi drivers, but, like, <laughs> When I'm when I'm sick, I don't want to talk to anybody. Like you, you even you've seen me when I've been sick. Um, you're just around. I kind of just like leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just have to. I just have to go through. Cause I have to admit, like for me, I'm a bit of a weenie when it comes to throwing up. Like I really have always hated it. Mm -hmm. I was kind of a sick kid, mm -hmm. so like you know, I was, it, it happened quite a bit, but. Oh, you were a sickly child? I was. I've never I, heard that one before. Did you know? No, not that you were, like, sickly. Well, I mean, um, like, I had asthma, I, I you know, knew. I got colds very easily. Okay. Um, so. But, like, vomiting a lot? Was that? I, I just remembering vomiting quite a few times. Mm. Like, I mean, it, it probably was no more than, like, 
Average. Once every two years or yeah. something like that. But, you know, it happens. Yeah, and some people just vomit more than others. Like, Brittany, every time she gets the hiccups, she vomits. But, like, Mary Beth hasn't vomited in, like, 15 years. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the hiccup thing is, like, terrifying. <laughs> Isn't it? Like, I know. And I, you know, I hate the hiccups. And I, I tend to get them a lot. I don't know. Maybe it's on account of my mm, loving uh, alcohol too much. But, like, I... <laughs> well, you get them randomly, too. It's not just when you're drinking. I feel like it's mostly when I'm drinking. It's more so when you're drinking. Yeah, definitely. it's definitely more so when I'm drinking. But, yeah, Brittany, she doesn't get them from drinking. She just, every now and then, will get the hiccups. And it always ends in, like, a little vomiting sesh. But, like, is it just, like, a little vomit? she swallows it or is it like no proper? no she has to go she has to like go oh vomit. girl i know she's I know. probably gonna vomit when she's here then maybe maybe she's very fragile we're gonna, we, we, are we gonna have her on um the podcast we totally 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 should we it would be good to get like a, a visitor to dublin's perspective because she'll be like here a good week by that point right yeah yeah oh, we should definitely have her on the podcast that'll be fun yeah definitely um but uh, but yeah so then we, so yeah so then you were in had to the be ballad in this of cab. me the yeah. ballad of the ballad of me trying to get on a flight and then basically the second we got to the airport I ran up. to the bathroom and threw yeah, up yeah so pretty much right and that's that's the thing that's how we kind of were marking it it was on the dot so we got there at seven fifty you threw up at seven fifty then we thought no, maybe I, yeah and then we thought maybe that was that um, I hoped that was that. yeah we hoped that was that. And um, I felt fine for a while. I felt fine for about 20 minutes. Yeah. And then we got, so we got through security and I was feeling okay. And then we got to the U.S. Customs pre-clearance stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like it came on a wave again and I was feeling so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I felt so bad for you. You were, and you were kind of like crouching down. Every, yeah. People just, were start, starting to sort of look like. People were, people were getting a little bit freaked out yeah. by me because I was just trying to basically curl up into a ball on the ground in a, in a queue. And then you, <laughs> and then you asked me to, and I, you asked me to talk to one of the staff to be like to ask for a bag so that's yeah. what I did so I went to one of the staff and was like oh my husband's gonna vomit like can we have a bag and he just let us cut the whole line no questions I asked I, I really feel technique. like I should be faking that yeah. next time I go through that line yeah cause more. that would have been a long ass line actually that would have been we, a long ass line we would have been there a good 40 minutes I'd say yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah so that was lucky and it was very nice of them but you know it that, was they were super super nice about it uh uh, and then the guy even like at US Customs was kind of like, "Are you okay?" Yeah. And I'm like, "I'll be fine. I'm just. I think I'm gonna have to throw up." Yeah. Uh, and he like, I actually expected him to maybe go like, "No, you can't yeah. come through here." But he was cool about it. And then I went through, got through, and I threw up again. Yep. Um and, at this point, I was kind of like shit. Like I kind of knew. This is probably going to be... Because if it's not a one-off, then it's probably... Yeah, I had food poisoning once before, and that was, like, a, a two-day event. Um, and so I kind of, like, was getting the same echoes again. So I was like, shit. So when we were... I was fine for a little while again. Like, this is a good 20-minute grace period. And, like you said, it was, like, clockwork. Like, you know, around an hour later, mm-hmm. I knew I was going to have to throw up. So I went up to the the woman at the desk because cause they were starting to load people onto the plane. They had just asked for like infants and disabled people yeah. to come up. So I went up to her and I said, and I was I said it to her in hopes that she would move me to like a seat closer to the bathroom or something like that. Because I thought like you know oh if they, like they'll just if they know I might get sick they'll just put me near the bathroom mm. and I'll be fine. 
But apparently there's a policy where you can't fly if you've thrown up within eight hours yeah. of getting on the plane because... And it, it makes sense. Like, if they have to turn the plane around or land early, it's a whole hullabaloo. Yeah, and I wonder how many uh, McGregor fans they were turning away that day based on that policy. Well, I mean, that's the thing, because you have to be honest. And she even... Like, yeah. the doctor... So, anyway, well, I'll skip ahead. But, like, the doctor the next day told me that I was... Like, you know, you were very honest going to them and letting them know. And I said, well, to be honest, like, is this, they would have found out pretty fucking quick if yeah. I didn't say something. Oh, so. my God, yeah. Because, so they, the, the people said, like, okay, we're going to call a paramedic just to make sure that we can clear you to get on the plane. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, fuck. Because at this point, I'm kind of realizing they're not probably going to let me on. Yeah. Um, and I was worried because, like, you, you were going to go home and see your family. So I wanted mm-hmm. to make sure that you could see your folks. Uh, but the paramedics came and while the paramedics were there I threw up again and they gave me like a clear plastic bag <laughs> and I was right beside and we were sitting right at the gate right at the gate so everybody was walking by getting on and I'm just like and like a half filled like this really big bag with like just bile and it was nasty and yeah so they said like nah you gotta go home um, they were as and and to everyone's credit here, Aer Lingus, uh, paramedics, everyone was really lovely. Wouldn't yeah. you say? They no, were def- great. Oh, definitely. They all. Yeah, they I just all... want to shout out to them because they were all so nice. Yeah, and I was relieved when they told me I couldn't get on the yes, plane. Yes, and I would not. And you and you were first telling me to like go ahead, but I was mm. not going to leave you there, like sitting was, there vomiting also, into a bag. I was also relieved when you didn't get on the plane. Okay. Oh my god! <laughs> I how could I have done that? Well, see, here's the thing. Like once once we got home. And you, I was set up with, like, you went to the, the you got a bucket for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you got, like, lots of liquids and stuff. And once I was set up with that stuff, I knew there was nothing more that you could do. Mm-hmm. But I'm so glad you were here to get those things yeah. because I wouldn't have been able to get yeah, them. Yeah, because even us, because like, you know, and you ended up, and thank God it wasn't a, um, a two-day thing. It ended up only being a one-day thing because then we had to get the doctor's note on Friday so we could fly on Saturday. Yeah. Which we ended up doing and all of that was fine and we didn't have to uh, pay anything. But but yeah, like those those moments, like even leaving the airport took us a while because you were just so sick and couldn't move. And like yeah. I, we had the wheelchair, but then like we had both of our suitcases and I couldn't wheel you and have both of our suitcases. Yeah. So like you were just so sick and so weak and it took us like, yeah, no, it, you getting well, yourself home in that in that state would not. And you just even having to go buy stuff for yourself, all of that would have been horrible for you. Yeah, like we were, del- we were really, we took ages before we were able to get into a taxi home because... Like, I didn't want to be throwing up in the car. So yeah. I wanted to, I knew it would take about 20 minutes to get home, and I knew that I get, after throwing up, about a good 20 minutes of feeling perfectly fine before right. nausea hits again. Right, right. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to wait till we throw up and then run to the fucking taxi. Yeah. And, then, um, and, you know, it worked out in the end. That's what we did. But, yeah, it was, it was all... Like, it's just, it, it's a weird thing because it's different from just, like, you know, being hungover or drunk and throwing up because it's so much more of a, like, body experience and the nausea that you have before you throw up with food poisoning is, is very different, too. Because mm. usually if I throw up when I'm drunk, it's a very quick experience. Yeah, and you get it out and then you're, you're done. Yeah. For me, at least. That's why, and that's why you, we disagree on this, but, like, what... 
wow, I'm really sounding like an alcoholic in this episode. I'm like, when I'm hungover, I need to vomit as if this is a regular thing that, that happens. But to be honest, since we've been together, it's probably happened like maybe three times. Yeah, you, I say that's a good, a good yeah, guess. Three times, um, is right? But, but that's like, because I really can't drink a lot. And so if I drink, no, you know, you're, you're more a, than five or six, like it's going to be a big problem. You're a beautiful lightweight. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, like if I'm hungover, I want to vomit. Like I, w- I will make myself vomit because I just want that feeling to go away whereas you are the opposite you'll do anything so that you don't vomit yeah because I, I hate vomiting it's an awful awful experience and I obviously it's not like oh vomiting so much fun but to me like nausea is so much worse long-term mm. nausea is so much worse than short-term no, vomiting for no, me no 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 for me it's the opposite I'll gladly just lie there and feel gross than have the feeling of throwing up it's a much worse feeling for me yeah no not for me i i like how much we talk about bodily functions on this podcast i yeah. i briefly saw my aunt and uncle alice and bob the ones that you met around this time last year yeah you, you know what i'm talking about yeah i briefly saw them um when you were in atlanta and like the first one of the first things bob says to me is he was like oh yeah i listened to that thing about uh, about gas and I was like, what is he talking about? Were we talking yeah. about farting was, a lot or yeah. something? Yeah, he was like, I listened to that thing about oh, gas. Oh, it was about was whether like, or not it was rude to fart. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. he was like, yeah, it was pretty funny. And then I realized that he was talking about this podcast. And yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Well, I mean, that's that's what happens when you're a couple. You know, yeah. you, you find about all the bodily functions. <laughs> um, we, were ta- we were talking about your first period last night. That's true. We were. Hmm. Yeah, I guess we don't. Like, guys don't really have the same sort of, like, puberty event when, like, you're officially having puberty now. Yeah, okay, then I have a question about this. Okay. Because I've, I, this is something I've heard thrown around and I don't really know. The idea of, like, I might sound, might, I might be about you're to sound really stupid. <laughs> Balls dropping? Here's the thing. What is that? Here's the thing about that. I don't remember that happening. Okay, but, like, because to yeah, like, I don't think most people do. Like, I don't know how much of a thing that really is. And, like, they drop. Like, what do you mean? Like, a, like, a baby think, boy has balls. Like, I they're they, out there. They do, I think they do end up having, like, hanging lower. Okay. I'm not, like, I did biology in, in high school. I should know the answers to this very much, but it's never, ever mentioned. Like, balls dropping is never mentioned in biology. Okay. So, I don't know if that's a metaphor Okay. Or if a ball actually drops. Okay. But I have a feeling it's more of a metaphor than reality. Because like you said, yeah, I, for as long as I can remember, remember having balls. Like, long before puberty, I remember having balls. Yeah. Now, unless... I don't know, unless the sack is there and the balls don't drop down, but I'm almost 100% sure there was balls there in yeah. the sack. Yeah, and, and then then I just, that leads me to another But there question. is a cavity. We talked about this before. There is a cavity that you can pop your balls into. Well, right, and this this I know because of, you know, drag, drag race. Yeah. yeah. Um, this I know because of that weird one time that I lent awkwardly in the bath and it kind of popped in. Really? It, it was a very freaky experience. So my ball popped up into that cavity once by accident. And it was like, I, th- I literally thought I had to go to the hospital. I was like, oh shit, what do I do? My balls get into my body. What the fuck Wait, do I do? Wait, but only one of them. Only one of them did it. And then I just like pressed down on the bit where it was and it popped back out. Oh my God. It's very bizarre. I feel, I don't know if that's like where hernias come from, but I don't know. 
A lot, a lot, anybody who's actually a medical student is going to be like, these guys are fucking morons. <laughs> Wait, but I have a question too about like male fertility. Like, would your balls drop? Because in my mind, okay, so getting your period as a woman, this is a, like you said, a singular event that... Mm. Uh, it's, it's a very clear demarcation yes, of, of puberty. Like, now I'm a woman. Now I'm a woman. And it means like now I can conceive a child. And, yeah. you know, so... But for a man, like, would his balls dropping mean, like, okay, now he's potent? Like, now, you know... I... I Again, it's it's hard to say if I don't even think that that happens. Yeah, but I wonder, okay, but, like, how old... Like, yeah, when is a male fertile? I mean, it's the moment that we can start, like, spooging. I guess that's what it is. And how old are you when that usually happens? I mean, like, I, don't, I hit puberty late. I mean, okay, would your first ejaculation like equate to, like, the first uh, period? I mean, maybe. I mean, we're rubbing them out pretty often around <laughs> that age. So we're, yeah, we're but, trying. like... trying. Okay, okay, okay. But that's... Okay, but didn't you... Didn't you say you tried before it actually oh, came yeah. out? Oh, no, yeah. I tried masturbating before, like, I was I had the ability to come. Yeah, whereas some people, like, I think some... Sorry. Uh, just tapping the microphone so it's oh, sorry. Like, create a bang for the um, <clears throat> Sorry. Right. Um, whereas some guys, I would imagine guys who went through puberty younger, like would maybe like have um, a nocturnal ejaculation before even trying to masturbate. Uh, that is a possibility, but I think also unlikely. Okay. Because we really are like, at the moment we even have any idea about that sort of stuff, guys start rubbing their dick. <laughs> Yeah, but but maybe like okay, like some girls get their period when they're eight or nine, and that's before they have any idea about anything. So is eight or nine is a bit young for a guy to go through puberty. I think girls can go through puberty younger. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Um, but I've I remember so I remember around like ten or eleven, one of the guys in class like starting to have to shave. Damn. Yeah, he was like one of those like testosterone dudes, though. You know, there's always a couple <laughs> in the class. Like, you know, but yeah, he, he, I remember we were on like a school trip and he brought like a razor and a shaving kit and we were just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Because I was nowhere near, I was another like seven years away from like shaving at that point. Wait, so back to you. How old were you when you had your first ejaculation? Oh man, I didn't mark it down. It's not as a big of a life event, I guess. I guess so. But like, I'd say 14 maybe. Yeah, I was 14 when I got my period. Yeah. But I, I have a feeling that's... I don't know, because you never... Here's the thing with boys, though. They all bullshit about this stuff. Yeah. And they all lie about it. I don't know how many girls really lie about getting their periods. Oh, I don't think girls lie about that at all. Yeah, no, boys lie about, like, this sort of stuff all the time. About what? About, like, being able to do stuff. Okay. Or, like, you know, yeah, I got hair in my balls or whatever. And, like, no, Ew. you don't. Yeah, like, guys will, like, lie about, like, getting with girls and stuff, and they will lie about, like, everything at that age. Do they really lie about getting with girls? Hell yes. Mm. I lied about getting with girls. Really? What did you say? Yeah. Well, like, I didn't have my first kiss until I was, like, late 17. Mm -hmm. Like, I was almost 18. And, uh, so when you're 14, and all the other boys are like, yeah, like, kissing this girl, kissing that girl, I'm gonna kiss this girl later on. And then you're like, so what girls have you kissed? And I'd be like, well... Were you like Samantha? She lives in another town. Yeah, yeah, completely. 100%. <laughs> I was like, is this girl from the school? You don't know her. And I don't even think I would make up a name. I was like, I don't even know her name. She's just like this blonde girl from the school. 
<laughs> uh, like yeah, it was it was pathetic. Like, but you do it because you just I think it's this, guys are very competitive with each other. Do you believe in that? It's from American Pie too. Do you believe in that like rule of three thing that whatever a guy says about like his sexual conquest, like how many he's had or whatever, you actually you divide it by three and that's closer to the real number. Whereas with girls, it's the opposite. Like whatever the girl says, you multiply it by three and that's the truth. Do you think? Obviously, this is not exact science, <laughs> but like, do you think that there's some truth to that? I think there's definitely some truth to it. I think, I think, yeah. I mean, I I wouldn't have just made up one girl. I would have made up like two <laughs> three. or three <laughs> to make it not seem less like a lie or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know about the girl part, though. I don't know if girls will... Well, like, see, it's just because guys are trying to brag about how hot they are, and mm-hmm. girls don't want to be seen as sluts. Yeah, except that was never the case for me. I was real comfortable with everyone knowing that I was a hussy. Well, no, seriously, like, I never would have, like, played that aspect down. Yeah, but, like, you also weren't sleeping around. Yeah, that's true. And so if you were, you might be a little bit more self-conscious about how people were seeing you. Because you don't see kissing someone as a big deal. No. And that's all you were doing. So you were kind of like, yeah, whatever, I kissed a guy, but, like, so what? Mm-hmm. Whereas someone, like, I don't, people don't tend to call you a whore for kissing someone. I mean, sometimes in high school, maybe, but not, like, once you're of a certain age. Was that more about what, what you were addressing, though? <laughs> <laughs> I remember being at a party with, um, like, a bunch of my girls, and I'll just name the other one who was there who said something bitchy, Kara. And uh, we're not friends anymore. But so, like, I remember being in a party with a bunch of the girls and somebody, like, some other girl who, like, wasn't our friend, like, called me a slut at that party. Right. And um, Kara was like, I'm getting really tired of, like, defending her when people call her a slut because, like, she actually is a slut. Like, how am I supposed <laughs> to defend this anymore? <laughs> yeah. Uh, my beautiful wife. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it's kind of, yeah, it was, it was weirdly the opposite for me. Like, I remember when I was about 15, um, there was a guy on my street, uh, named Alan, and Alan was, like, a good-looking guy, and he was very cool, and everyone, like, he was good at sports, everyone liked him. He was, like, the only black guy in the area as well. Uh, and so, like, yeah, he was, like, he was very uh, attractive to girls. Mm-hmm. And me and him were around the same age. Um, so he was, like, kissing girls and stuff like that. So he had much more experience with girls than I ever did. Mm-hmm. And he was going to be getting more experience with girls than I was going to get. <laughs> uh, so he was hanging around with these couple of girls from down the street and here's, you know, and understandably so, like, he needed another guy around his age to also hang out with him when he's hanging out with these girls. Wingman. He needs a wingman. Mm-hmm. And he, like, because, like, if he wants to kiss one of the girls, the other girls have to be kept company. <laughs> which is kind of what I'm ideal for. Uh, now. But back then, less so, because I didn't know how to talk to girls or, like, you know, I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. And uh, I was and I was young for my age, like yeah. you know, my bodily wise, I was like yeah. small for my age. Yeah, and I was too at that age. Yeah, and so like you're not seen as an equal by other people, right? And right. so the girls weren't like you know like oh he's cool too. It's just mm-hmm. kind of like oh Adam's friend is here. 
Oh. Uh, so, but he used to say to me like, you know, you're like you're such a dork, like you're embarrassing me. He would say that. Well, yeah, and but he was he was he was right in a sense of he was kind of like if you're talking to girls at that age, you gotta seem cool. And I was being a real fucking idiot. What were you doing? Well, like, okay, so I, I remember I told you before that, like, uh, he had gone to a house of the girls yeah. to, to get off at one of the girls. Yeah. And so he asked me to come along so I could keep the other one coming. Yeah, you told me about this. Yeah, so I was late getting home that night and I got uh, grounded for it. Aww. Uh, and so I was grounded for a week. And then towards the end of that week, him and the little sister, so she was like a year or two years younger than the girl he was snogging Mm -hmm. and kind of around my maturity level yeah really and apparently she kind of thought i was cute Aww. and so him and her had like were at my like front garden saying hello because i wasn't allowed out Mm. and i even got into trouble for actually talking to him in the front garden like my dad gave out to me for it but uh so she was like oh you must be like getting really kind of like stir crazy in there and i'm like yeah i feel like a caged animal and I was like, rawr, 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 like an animal. <laughs> and she instantly was just kind of like, what the fuck is this Egypt doing? <laughs> Wait, and this was the younger one who yeah, liked you? <laughs> yeah, and, Al, and Alan was just kind of like head and hand, like going, like face palming, just going, what the fuck is he doing? Like, he's like, he's like, he was actually, he was kind of coming off as cool for a while. Like, I was like, you know, grounded. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, stuff like that. He's like, oh, he was doing well. And then he had to do this <laughs> fucking stupid thing. So that was, that was more his reaction to me. It was kind of like, oh, for fuck's sake, like, be, get with it. Like, you know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that was, that was very much my teen years. I, I was about a year or two years younger than I actually was mm. you know and uh, I used to hang out with some guys who were a year or two years younger than me quite a lot because yeah. I felt like they were my level yeah Um. and so yeah so that carried on for a while so yeah so I was like 17 when I actually like got the balls to ask a girl to kiss me mm. I didn't even say ask her to kiss me I just said like I like you <laughs> yeah I was very shy I was a shy kid I feel like I haven't seen many pictures of you at that age, like 14. I've seen, like, late teens. I've seen child, but I haven't seen, like, those years. Well, the f- you've seen a picture of me at 14. It's my brother's wedding photo. Oh, yeah. That's, so you were 14 there. Yeah. 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 And, like, it is a young 14. Like, it's very... You're so cute. Uh, such but a baby it's face. Really, it doesn't look like a teenager. No. You look like If you told me you were 12 in that picture, I would yeah. you. 16 is when I really kind of... It started to kick in and I started to look like, you know, a proper teenager. Yeah. 16. It was like two years later. And that's when I shot up as well. Like, I got a stretch. Like, because I was yeah. quite short up until then. So, yeah, it was just... Yeah, just a late bloomer. Me too. Um, yeah. But you didn't hang around when you bloomed. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you started kissing boys a oh, lot of younger yeah. than I did. Yeah, yeah. It took me longer to kind of get with it. <laughs> um, yeah. But, like, I, I, that's the thing. You went to a mixed school, though, too. Yeah, but even so, like, I didn't hang out with many boys, like, at all. I remember with my all of my friends when we were in, like, eighth grade, so when we were, like, 13 or so, kind of being, like, re- coming to the realization, like, 
we never hang out with boys and like that's a problem like we, <laughs> how do we fix this yeah how do we fix this like we need to get guy friends and this was a like a concerted effort to try to get guy friends and i feel like we never really quite achieved that no none of your friends really have a lot of guy no, friends no except for keely keely was always all right in that regard well keely keely had seemed to have the biggest wide group of friends yeah. in general anyway because yeah. she did all the sports and other yeah. things too. and she was just more of a normal like kind of popular person where the rest right. of us you know not quite there <laughs> <laughs> so how did you meet boys to kiss them then um well actually like my first kiss really was someone from another school like who oh yeah I, who know maybe you don't have to lie about it now you don't, you're married you don't have to lie about this anymore but, his name was uh, Steve I actually don't remember his oh it, no it was Jeremy see I do remember his name it was Jeremy but that was the only time I ever saw him was that night and I was 15 and I was with my acting friends so those uh, girls are a little bit like cooler and like none of my friends were even down to like drink at that point but those like my acting friends they were down to like drink <laughs> they knew some boys yeah so where were you that you met them one of my act like we were just it was one of my acting friends's friend okay so like we were having a sleepover at her house like Sleep a couple over. times over yeah it's <laughs> no good <laughs> Um, okay, baby. Well, that's that's time for this week. Yeah, baby. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week, I think. There shouldn't be yeah. any issues with that. We're kind of back into a more rhythmic schedule. Yeah. I have Thought Bubble coming up. So, Thought Bubble is a big comic book convention in two weeks. Oh, uh, yeah. So, we'll be off that week. And then the week after that, we'll be back with Brittany. Yeah. So, uh, stick around, everybody. Uh, we enjoyed our vacation. We hope you, d- you enjoyed your vacation from, from us. us. <laughs> yeah. That's how it works. Bye. Bye.